Welcome to the Haunted Hangover Podcast. I'm Louie, and as always, I'm joined by my bud, Dave. What's up? So, Dave. So, bud. Oh, wow. So, bud, not so <laughs> There little. it is. Okay. All right. There, there it is. is. There's the, the switcheroo. Uh, when it comes to uh, when it comes to Halloween and the Halloween season, one of our favorite things to discuss here at the Haunted Hangover Podcast are Halloween commercials. Absolutely. And as crazy as it sounds, this will be the third time we're covering Halloween commercials. I know. When I was taking my notes, I couldn't remember. I was like, because I'm pretty particular when I write my notes. So, like, I had HH podcast. And I think this is like our 61st episode. 60, yeah, 61st episode. And I'm like, is it more Halloween commercials or even more <laughs> Halloween commercials. So I put even more and I was right. So I'm glad. So yes, this is our third time doing this. The, the way I'm going to just kind of do things when it comes to us, when we cover stuff and it's like the third from the third on, mm-hmm. it'll be like Halloween commercials, more Halloween commercials than Halloween commercials part three. So like, right, kind of yeah. like slat, like Friday the 13th sequels, just adding a, a, a number, a Roman numeral next to, <laughs> next to the topic that we've covered yeah. several times. Now, since we've done this three times, this will be the third time. When it comes to Halloween commercials, you know, we like to pick, for the most part, sometimes we'll pick exotic stuff. A little more in your case. You tend to go off and pick some some interesting That's just some that's interesting my nature. Picks. That's just you. <laughs> and we're kind of, we're going to, not that we're switching things up, but we're going to add horror-themed commercials to this, which it's Halloween adjacent, right? Yeah, I'm fine with that. So it's like, it's a way for us to kind of expand what we can pick because there's but so many times you can do like a Halloween Dunkin Donuts commercial listen, you listen, know what I listen, mean listen. <laughs> let's just be honest here Halloween is is horror adjacent or I should say horror is I they both interchangeable so I mean it's fine <laughs> yeah so I just wanted to let the listeners know that we're adding an element to because one of my picks is technically not a Halloween commercial but it's based on a horror character so kind of falls into that realm but we're not going to beat around the bush here we're just going to dive right into some of our favorite halloween commercials dave i'm going first we're going to let you go first because apparently i always go first so so dave (laughs) you do me hit me and the listeners with your first pick So my first pick is a Burger King commercial from 2017 called Scary Clown Night. I've never seen this commercial. Have you? Neither neither have I. It was the first time for me. Yeah. I was like, okay. I was very impressed by it. So It's like a short have, film, dude. Yeah, it really is. And they cram a lot into it, and it's very effective. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a very to-the-point scenario of a young adult on a bike, moody scenery at every each way, a cool it follows adjacent score and a lot of clowns. One even resembling Ronald McDonald. I know I've used a scenario of kids riding their bikes on Halloween because it's such a comforting scene scenario for me. This actually looks like a would-be scene that plays in my head on a Halloween night. The commercial is super effective, atmospheric, and I like it's a newer commercial because we tend to pick older commercials. Yeah. Um 
this is on the newer side and at the end of the commercial it lets you know you have to come dress as a clown on halloween and select burger king restaurants and you will get a free whopper it's a pretty good deal that is a good deal. Uh, <laughs> and at the end it gives you the location areas it says locations near and we have Miami, Boston, Los Angeles, Austin, and Salt Lake City. So I think it's I think the uh, the choosing of the areas are a little interesting. I'm surprised New York they was not us, chosen man. for this. No New York. They yeah, played us. Nothing. No New York. That makes no sense. <laughs> but um, like I was saying, like even there's a lot of clowns in this commercial. All the clown makeup is like it, it's all like just there's no prosthetics, but they're all re- done really well. Yeah, and. It's really effective. It's short. It is like a short film just crammed into a fucking minute and 20 seconds or however long it is. And uh, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I do like the the jab at McDonald's yeah, there with the yeah, creepy yeah, totally. ass. He's yeah. riding a little bike, right? Or something yeah, yeah, like that. Like, it's, you know, it's like I got of a circus. It's blatantly kind of shitting on McDonald's, I guess. Kind of making Ronald McDonald 100% creepy. 100% a slight, a slight at McDonald's. Yeah, because if you think about it, the character of Ronald McDonald is pretty creepy in general. Like when you look at those old <laughs> McDonald's commercials, oh, dude, yeah. Ronald McDonald chilling with like his, McDo- his McDonaldland buddies, it's like a fever dream, dude. It's fucking yeah. creepy. Clowns in general creepy. are creepy. Now, I have two, I have two things I want to mention that pertain to your, your pick sure. here. First, were you ever scared of clowns? I don't think we've ever talked about this on the um, show. Um, you know what's funny? I used to be afraid of them when I was a kid, and then yeah. my mom took me to the circus. Yeah. And I have pictures somewhere, I have to find them. But there's pictures of me like so happy with clowns. So I guess I yeah. got over that fear once I actually like was in contact with clowns at the fucking yeah. circus. <laughs> So we, we, what about we you? Might have, we might have talked about this briefly in the past. I don't remember. I don't, but, I don't remember either. <laughs> but no, yeah, I, I've, I've never been uh, scared of clowns. I never understood the fear of clowns. But I could tell you what, this commercial, 100%, if you're scared of clowns, don't watch it. I could tell you that. Yeah, you're not warning, going to you Warning if you're going to you, go YouTube this because yeah. these are like not only are these clowns, these are scary, creepy right. looking clowns. And, and the mm-hmm. one thing I got to add to this, out of all, like, you know, sometimes when you watch things, it will give, it'll remind you of something like, like, okay, like, oh, this looks like a, this looks like Halloween or this looks like Friday the 13th. Mm-hmm. I'm just using, you know, just generic shit. But this legitimately looked like it follows. Like, it looked like, yeah, you know, uh, what, what's his name? Um, what's the director's I forget, name? I forgot I, I, it. I forget his name too. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Anyway, respect to him. He's a great director. But, it reminded me of that. Like it looked. No, it does just, look like it. And the music too. Like the music was very, very, very close to the disaster piece score. Yeah, it must have been influenced by that. Had to have been. I'm get. I'm guessing well, just by well, the I whole think, vibe. Well, I think it follows came out what 2015 or 2016. Twenty. I thought it was 2013 or 2014. I I I forget. Oh, honestly. it might be. You know what? It might be. Sometimes uh, this stuff. Uh, it might have been 2013, 2014. Me. Yeah, it might have been around that time. But you definitely can see the uh, inspiration or the possible inspiration or whatever was popular at that time that kind of fits that aesthetic. Oh, definitely. Uh, now the second thing I wanted to mention because there was two things I wanted to mention that pertain to this commercial. The second thing was this had to have been inspired by those clown sightings. That was a thing. Remember that? Definitely. 
Definitely. When, when, when a few years ago, which I honestly think was all, I think most of that clown sighting shit was bullshit. It was people fucking yeah, around. Probably, and f- probably. Like putting on a, a clown costume and just kind of being creepy. But this had to have been, that had to have been what inspired this commercial and Burger yeah. King to kind of use this as an advertisement. Because I'll be honest, the commercial, very atmospheric, very creepy. Not a lot of, to my recollection, there's not a lot of Halloween. There's no Halloween decorations in it at all, right? No, but you know it's what's funny? Moody. It totally feels like it could have been a Halloween night oh, or like sure. at least at least a night in October. Well, yeah, they're you know offering I mean? they're offering the Whoppers on Halloween if you're dressed right. as a clown. So I just find it interesting that they didn't choose like they didn't to decorate, they didn't, like yeah, even decorate. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you don't see any of that. So I, I just thought that was an interesting choice. I guess the clowns being creepy was, it was enough. enough. It, it, I mean, yeah. it, it, it worked. And by the way, it did come out in 2014. It follows and David Robert Mitchell. That's his name. I didn't want to. I didn't want to disrespect him. He's a great director. So <laughs> he is a good director. Yeah. Uh, Dave, would you have dressed up as a clown and gotten a free Whopper? Would you have done uh, that? You know what? I, my mom, I, if I could find the picture, my mom dressed me up as a weird clown when I was like fucking two years old. Yeah. Like two would, or three would, years old. Would, would a two-year-old Dave enjoy a Whopper? Probably. <laughs> you know, I wouldn't have, you know, I wouldn't have been able to. No, you would have gotten so. a Beyond Whopper. I'm not sure if they were making them yet, though. No, I don't think so. So that would have been a huge bummer on my part. We've waited long enough. Fright Fest is back at Six Flags Great Adventure Theme Park. We've scared up the fun in shows like the all-new Night Creatures with the Crypt Keeper and a bigger and better hayride to the unknown. Plus, all the heart-pounding rides. Fright Fest is open every Friday night and all day Saturday and Sunday now through October 29th. So don't just creep in. Hurry. There's so much family fun, the scariest part is missing it. Get these great savings with coupons at participating Pathmark stores. So my first pick. Now uh, I go. think I think I've I've talked about my. Uh, Here we go. My not not I guess I don't my hatred. Hatred hates a strong word, but like just my. I guess what is it? Is distaste a word? Is that a, is that a sure. word I could use? Absolutely. Of uh, Six Flags Great Adventure Fright Fest. I've just I, I I think I've mentioned it on the podcast before that I feel like recently in the last decade, the amusement park. Specifically, not the amusement park itself because the rides are fun. I love the Batman roller coaster oh, the Batman, and Nitro. Listen, you cannot go on that Batman ride and not fe- like not be transported back to when like the '90s was happening oh, and dude. that came out. I love how that roller coaster has not changed since then. No, too. that's it the looks, best part about it. That's the best part. Of, I love how we're no. on the same page when it comes to mm-hmm. Batman the Ride yeah. or Batman the Roller Coaster. It's called Batman the Ride, I think. But, it's set up super cool. Oh, dude, it's awesome. I remember, and I know we're going off on a tangent here. Okay. I remember early in that roller coaster's kind of history or when it first opened up, they had like the Prince music playing in it. Mm-hmm. They had cop cars with the sirens going yeah, off. Yeah, you could, like, they had the line. lights. It was. It looked like part of it was like an industrial area. It was, it was cool. Access Chemicals from the first yeah, Batman movie. Yeah, it was fucking movie. cool. And then they had, I think you heard the Joker laughing when you would first get on it and it would go up incline. You would hear the I don't Joker. I remember that, but that's a yeah. good touch if that is, if that is I, the case. I was really, I was young, 
you know, so I, I remember that. Actually, I didn't get on that till I was maybe like 14 years old or something like that. But yeah, I probably I, didn't get on on yeah, it till like I was that age too. I was scared so. of roller coasters when I was really little, so I didn't get on ones that. I got on roller coasters, but I didn't get on ones when I was like eight or nine or ten right. that went upside down. I got on ones that just had little like drops. That was it. And then when I got older, I, I, I got on upside down ones. Well, I remember my. Uh, was it the oh it was the Loch Ness monster in Hershey Park. That was my first upside down mm. roller coaster. Yes. It yes, only has yes. fucking two loops. That's it. But <laughs> that was my first one. Then I then I graduated and I went to the Great American Scream Machine. Is that still that's not still no. at Six Legs, is it? They tore that shit down. It's Dude, that's a great title for that's such a good title for a fucking roller coaster. The Bizarro roller coaster? No, because the it? Bizarro No, I, I forget. I love that coaster. I, the scream machine, but the well, the Bizarro coaster, the Bizarro too, but, ones, the Bizarro yeah. ones, the Bizarro ones, still there. The Bizarro one, I think, took over for the Cobra or the Snake. Yeah, one that it was, was something there. you could see that they repurposed the yeah. old decorations for that for Bizarro. Yeah, and I think the scream machine was either replaced by. Ah, uh, I think it's like over. A, yeah, it's over where King Daka is. That's where yeah. it's. Um, it's over in that area. It's like the first roller coaster that you see i think when you walk into the um actually no that might not be true i think the no. first roller coaster is the one that's inside the cave what's that one called skull mountain skull, skull mountain yeah, yeah that one's awesome <laughs> that one's cool too uh but there's a little there's a little six flags great adventure tangent about the roller coasters but these are all gonna bring tangents I yeah mean, it's, it's just all, the name of the game here it's just the name of the game but yeah and, and we'll, we'll talk a little bit more about six flags in a sec after i describe this commercial but yes my first pick is a Six Flags Great Adventure Fright Fest commercial from 1995. So, before I get into, into Fright Fest itself, let me just describe the commercial. So, the commercial basically features this very clumsy zombie climbing out of graves in a really cool looking, you can tell it's a faux graveyard. It's a set. You can tell yeah. that when you look at the commercial, there's fog. You wouldn't have it any other way though. Exactly. And there's blue, there's blue lights and things like that. Just kind of setting it up, setting up the, the lighting in the atmosphere. And there's an, an announcer, typical commercial, creepy voice talking about what, what the park has to offer. Now, there's a couple of these things that stand out to me in this commercial, and these are more personal, kind of personal opinions of Fright Fest when I first went as a kid, because I went this year. I went in 95, because I went on the Hayride to the Unknown, which was their, I, one of the few times Six Flags uh, Great Adventure Fright Fest had a Hayride. Usually, I, say, well, I don't remember it yeah. having that. It's one of the few times they might have done it, maybe two or three times, but I vividly remember going on this uh, hayride right. to the unknown, and they're advertising that in this commercial. Uh, another thing I, I always remember, and this instantly kind of is like a punch of nostalgia, is there's a shot in the commercial of a couple, and this evil ass scarecrow jumps from behind them and it, like raises his arms and scares right. them. Dude, every time <laughs> I see that one shot. It just takes me back to being a kid and, and seeing this commercial on TV because sure, Great Adventure was our Six Flags because there's Six Flags right. all over the U.S. Because I remember ours. this commercial. Oh, for sure. Huh. You, you take your Coke can. It wasn't it yep. buy one, get one free or some shit at yep. Six Flags. It was always like a discount if you had the soda can. Yeah, yeah. They and, still um, do it, I think. 
No, for sure. I, I think they do. It's a little, it's way more expensive now, but oh, inflation, yeah, it's, it's 2022, not 1995. Uh, nope. But one more thing I really liked about this was that the Crypt Keeper from Tales from the Crypt had a show that year. And it goes to show you his popularity because my man was at six, he was at Six Flags and Universal Studios and a few years apart. Universal Studios even used the Crypt Keeper. So I think that's kind of cool how he was so popular that he had different kind of appearances at these theme parks during the Halloween season and during their Halloween events. But what what this commercial, you know, what I really like about it, number one is the silly zombie, him kind of falling back into his, into his, uh, his grave. When the announcer says the scariest part is missing it, he looks at the camera and does like the whole home alone pose and and screams it to the camera. He's got like silly makeup, just the the black line, the black circles under his eyes. And yeah, it's very traditional (laughs) Night of the Living Dead type zombie. And you know, he gives the camera a thumbs up while the announcer's talking. We get these great shots of the roller coasters at the theme park. But what, what I love about it is it just reminds, reminds me of how special Six Flags Great Adventure was for Halloween. I still have fun going. I still have a good time because I do like roller coasters. But I feel like Fright Fest over the years has gotten a little lackluster and just. I went and we actually did a review. It, mm-hmm. No, no, it? it's 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 like it, there's like no effort put into it. Really, it's just like okay, it's you're a money at grab. it's like nah, right. It's for a like, cash grab. So like like for, I I feel like Six Flags is content just having it be decorated for Halloween and like four people walking around dressed up <laughs> monsters or something. Four people not even that's attempting okay. to scare you. Boo. It's, and that's it's it. not even, listen, I haven't been to a, a Fright Fest in a, I, I think I've been to one, but yeah. I don't remember it ever being like it is at Dorney Park. Because no. that shit is wild. Dorney Park is way better. Like yeah. Dorney, I think it's called Haunt. I, I, we've mentioned that uh, on, the, on the show. Yeah, I forgot what yeah. it is. It's it's awesome. Sheila and I went last year, and we had a blast. Yeah. So Dave and I, uh, Dave, Tom and I reviewed it like two years ago, uh, two or three years ago. We reviewed it on the I was channel. There. Yeah, yeah, you were there. But I think him and I just reviewed it. Just the two <laughs> yeah. of us reviewed it. We reviewed the event. And uh, if you if you never watched that, go back. It was it's go watch it. It's somewhere on our YouTube channel. Go back. You can you can watch us kind of review the Halloween haunt event. And um, they do it way better, you know, when it comes to it. But it's just a shame that because I remember this year going and they had the hayride. There were, it felt like, again, I might just be because of nostalgia and just reminiscing about it. It might have felt better than it actually was. It might have sucked even in 95. But I remember the decorations. They had these like uh, zombies strung up in between trees and you'd walk underneath them. Really cool kind of decorations and, and really detail oriented when comparing it to what they do now, which is a bunch of fog and some decorations here and there and a couple of scare actors. I just haven't been impressed. Samantha, Sam, she did a review before I was reviewing stuff. This is in the infancy of Haunted Hangover before the right. podcast. We went. That was the last time I went. So I'd say almost three years ago at this point, mm-hmm. about three. We were all three. there. Probably three years ago, and she it was before the pandemic. Yeah, it was 2019. Yeah, it was before the pandemic, and yes. I remember, uh, I remember Fright Fest Six Flags just not being fun, just not it not being a good time. They charge you extra 
just to go through the haunts. And in 95, they didn't do that. If I remember, you pay one ticket price and you get to go on all the haunted attractions and the roller coasters. Right. So I, it's just this commercial is both nostalgic and it gives you the warm and fuzzies, but it also is kind of depressing because it's not, it's not, it fright, it's not, it fright ain't fe- the same. No, it's not the same. It's not, the, <laughs> it's not the fright fest of old to yeah. me. Again, in 95, you know, I was a, a preteen, so maybe it just felt cooler yeah. then than it does now, maybe as an adult. And just because I've been to Halloween Horror Nights, I've been to Dorney Park Haunt, I've been to Not Scary Farm, and those places knock Fright Fest, they just knock it out of the wall. Like, they knock yeah, it out of the do. park. Like, they fucking, not, they, they, they put that event to shame, basically. All it those really events does. And it's 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 sad, but it's true. And I'm hoping in the future, Fright Fest, you know, Six Flags steps it up with the Fright Fright Fest event. Because whenever I watch these old Fright Fest commercials, commercials, I just think about how good it used to be. And you know, maybe I'm being overly critical. Maybe there's people that go and they have a great time, and I'm just a guy that goes to a lot of haunted attractions, so I'm comparing it to stuff I've been to. But I still feel like. It needs some work, and they need to step up their game. Come on, come on, Six Flags Great Adventure! Right. Come on, Six and Flags! <laughs> I want to add something. I, yeah. I want to add something about Dorney Park. I'm going to shamelessly plug myself right now on my photographer side. Go for I it. I did a zine called Gem, and it's from okay. Dorney Park this past October. If you go on my website, you could see an entire series. I did a physical cop, a physical zine of this. It's all gone, but. I, you could see how it is like because yeah. it just happened to be Halloween. So if you're curious, go on my Instagram at Cody Culp, C-O-D-Y-C-V-L-P. Click on my website and look under Gem. You can get a taste of what Dorney Park looks yeah. like for Halloween. You so, go, you that's it. Go go to Dave's website, look at the pictures, and then go back in the Haunted Hangover archives on our YouTube channel. Also, right. And watch, and watch the review that Tom and I did a while ago. Exactly. That's a great idea. And <laughs> Haunted Hangover is in my link tree. So you could do it all in one one link tree. <laughs> Look there at you us. Go. <laughs> A bunch of shells hawking our shit. <laughs> That's it. Hey, Joe Bob Briggs here to tell you that Friday nights this summer on TNT, we've got stuff that's scarier than my second ex-wife when she forgets to take her medication. It's called Monster Vision, and the idea here is that we've gathered together some of the greatest... Well, greatest doesn't quite cover it. The greatest movies we could get for 20 bucks, and I'll be bringing you a double feature every Friday night at 11, which, let's face it, if you're home at that time, then your social life is already pitiful. But I guarantee you, you watch one of these flicks like The Creeping Unknown or Motel Hell, they might be scary, but they're not near as scary as what you'll find hanging around the bar at last call. If you know what I mean. Just get it over with. And I think you do. Watch Monster Vision with Joe Bob Briggs, Friday at 11 on TNT. I don't want to have to tell you again. All right. So my second commercial pick or ad, if you want, is a TNT Monster Vision with Joe Bob Briggs TV ad from 1996. So... Let me create a scenario for you here. You are 12 years old. You catch a commercial one night for TNT's Monster Vision. Who is this dude standing in a really cluttered but really fucking cool trailer <laughs> park 
with a neon-lit TNT sign that looks like it was pulled from a mad scientist lab. Joe Bob Briggs is his name. He's making witty catchphrases like, we got stuff that's scarier than my second ex-wife when she forgets to take her medication. And they're showing clips of movies like Motel Hell and the 1990 remake of Night of the Living Dead. You're sold on all of it. And finally, it's Friday night and you're staying up late. You've got soda and snack cakes and you don't even know it yet. Or maybe you do, but it's the perfect setting for any kid with a love for the silly and macabre on a late Friday night. Boom. (laughs) Oh, yo, Joe Bob's the man. (laughs) It's great. I love seeing him like, okay. I love to see him now, but I love to see what he what like how young he was when yeah. like he did all these commercials and stuff. And it's like this Texan man loves horror movies and you would never know it by looking at him because he just looks like a fucking cowboy. There's like and... nothing spooky about Joe Bob <laughs> no. like, as a character. <laughs> but this is why I created that scenario. Like imagine and and I'm pretty sure it's happened to you and it's happened to me oh, where dude, I watched Monster Vision this, like crazy. Right. Yeah. And you get so fucking pumped up. Like, right. oh, this guy's right. Like, yo, I can't wait to stay home Friday night. Like, you're fucking 12 years old. Like, yeah. what are you doing at tw- you know what I'm saying? If you're not at a sleepover at your friend's house or just riding your bike or something, this is what you're gonna be doing. And especially if your parents don't give a shit. Like my mom didn't care what I watched. Yeah. So if it was, if it was on and like, you were just like, yes. (laughs) And it's, it's great. It's just that whole, that whole cluttered area, like in front of the trailer. And it's just so awesome. I don't know. It's, it just brought me back. Dude, monster vision early on. I I vividly remember seeing commercials for monster vision when I'd watch WCW nitro sometimes. Yep. And that's kind of where I would pick up, like, oh, shit, on Friday, Joe Bob, like, the Monster Vision. I, right. I, I didn't associate, like, Joe Bob when I was that young, but it would be like that guy, like, Monster Vision's going to be on. And I, I remember watching the Friday the 13th movies on that, like, they played a marathon of them. I remember watching, I think, The Fog, one of the first times I had ever seen it was on Monster Vision. Or I think it was Monster Vision. It was either no. that or WPIX Channel 11s, where like I saw right. Creep Show and stuff like what, that too, and The Exorcist. You know what channel was uh, TNT? Was it 17 or that was USA? I don't. Even, I think I USA. I think USA was 17. I'm trying to. Fr- I'm trying to figure out what TNT was. It might have been 21. It's also different. I'm in Long Island. And you're in Queens, so yeah. I know the channels are a little different, but I um, remember TNT being really early. In the like in the channels, like an earlier number, it was right? Like, yeah, it wasn't. It a, yeah, it wasn't a like late a, number. Like a channel three or something. Like I, I don't remember. Like it, it's been so long. But dude, it was a great show. And what I love is Joe Bob has made like a resurgence in the last four years, five oh, years. Oh yeah, it's amazing how he's like in his sixties now and he's still doing this shit. And I feel like he's more popular than ever now. Oh, he definitely is. Like he's like he's more of a household name now than even 1997 or Absolutely. 96 or 98, you know, around that time when monster vision was on. So it's just crazy to think how, you know, it's so funny. I watched the commercial, your pick, and he still says some of those catchphrases. I think it's like, uh, I forget what he says at the end, something. And, and I think you will, you'll agree with me. And I think you will. I know what you're like, talking about. Yeah. I don't know the exact line. He but yes. says that still like now when I watch like the last drive, because I do watch his show on shutter and I, I love it. Cause it's the same, it's the same show. 
that show. he was doing on TNT. It's, it's they can't call it Monster Vision, but it's the same damn show. And I just love it. And I and I, and I miss the days when like they had USA up all night or up all night. Remember that shit? Do you remember mm-hmm. that show? Of course. And, of course I and do. So that show and and then Monster Vision and and all that and Elvira, which we've talked about Elvira on the show and things like that. So it's it's I just love that horror host is like that's still a thing and that's what joe bob is he's a horror host you know what i mean he's just yeah. physically does not look scary or creepy or has no, any of not that, at all any of that aesthetic and that's Dude. what's that's what's so great about joe bob honestly listen <laughs> tnt was like okay i feel like tnt was like the gateway to like all things schlock like okay mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying like yeah. tnt was like once you got into the late night hours of tnt it was like, okay, let me see what else is on. Let me go to Cinemax now. Woo! And then it's like, Cinemax you know what I'm saying? Like, dark, baby. <laughs> like, TNT is like the entry level Yo, to everything. Dude. Yo, what channel was Was it Silk Stockings? Which Yo, yo yeah. I was just going to bring that up. La, La Femme Nikita, wasn't that one of yep. them too? Yo. <laughs> yo, Silk Stockings, woo, great show. And then I think I forget what because there was that one. There was La Femme Nikita. There was a couple of different ones, and they were all. We weren't supposed to be watching those shows. No, I mean they weren't terrible. Like, but they weren't for twelve-year-olds. No, they weren't for they were. If you were thirteen, you were, you were supposed to be eighteen and over. Those were not. Those are not shows yeah. aimed at us. It's at all, so but, funny you said so stalking because I was just about to say it, dude. Cinemax after dark. I remember like I'd fall asleep, and I was a kid. I was like. I didn't know what I, I wasn't even enjoying it because I was so young at the time. Like, you know, you don't fight. Your hormones aren't raging yet. You don't know what the hell's going on. But I remember like I'd watch a movie on TV and you'd fall asleep and wake up and you're like, what the hell is this? And there's like a Mm -hmm. soft core scene happening (laughs) on the TV. And I'd turn it off really quick. This this is what I used to do when I was a kid. I would take, I would, I'd go in the living room. Yeah. And I would take my blanket and a pillow and I'd create like my little corner. Yeah. I'd get my boom box and I'd bring like CDs and tapes yeah. and I'd set it up. So I'd listen to music and then I would like watch a movie and then I would just stay up all night and just watch the whatever yeah. fucking wild <laughs> shit was on. That's what I did. Yeah. Dave was watching Cinemax after dark all night Dude, long. <laughs> I loved it. <laughs> That's amazing, dude. I, I, it's, I wonder what the equivalent is is for kids nowadays. I guess there's there's not stuff like that on TV. Right? I don't I, know. That's I, a I good guess, question, dude. I feel like back in the day there was that, then like HBO had like Taxi Cab Confessions or whatever. Taxi Cab <laughs> Confessions, and then you had Hookers at the Point. Uh-huh. <laughs> Hookers at the Point. I think we were already in high school. With yeah. that, I think by the time that came out, I think was it. I think it was hookers at the point. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah, we might have mentioned all this on the show in the past. I don't even remember. Probably. But yeah, dude, it's it's kind of crazy how all this stuff was on TV at all hours of the night. It was like the wild after 11 p.m. It was the wild west. It was amazing. It was amazing. Yeah. Crazy times, man. World, crazy. The world got the world got weird. Yeah, crazy. T- it was like it was like stay tuned. It was like it turned into mm-hmm. a different. I love like, that movie. Like Satan, fucking controlled television after eleven p.m. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wild, wild days. Now, if that's not a reason to scream, what is? Make it a blockbuster.
right. So speaking of uh, of wild days, I guess, I, I don't know if this is a, a very wild thing, but we've talked about Blockbuster mm-hmm. on the show before, specifically during a Patreon episode of the podcast. We talked about some Elvira commercials, and I picked a commercial, uh, one of her Blockbuster commercials, and we talked a little bit about how we feel about Blockbuster. And, you know, people rag on Blockbuster uh, some people have, you know, nostalgic feels for it because, you know, they'd go there on a Friday night and rent a, rent sure. a bunch of movies, horror movies, and bring them home and watch them and, and do all that stuff. And then some people think that Blockbuster is the reason the mom and pop video store died. I, I don't I don't agree with that 100% because I remember seeing a plenty of mom and pop video stores while yeah. Blockbuster was well, in well, business. Yeah, absolutely. Now, did Blockbuster, did Netflix kill Blockbuster? Yes, I agree Definitely. with that. Netflix did put the fucking kibosh on everything. Like, that was basically yeah. why, that's why Blockbuster went out of business. But I, I'm in the, I'm in the, in the group that think Blockbuster was a pretty magical place. I wouldn't Same say here. they, I wouldn't say they had the greatest horror selection. But if you no, wanted to rent something like, okay. yeah, but if you wanted to rent something like Sleepaway Camp, you know, especially early in Blockbuster's run, they had stuff like Sleepaway Camp sure. and Motel Hell. You could find Demons, Night of the Demons. You could find some of these gems, you know, on VHS before DVD, before DVD, when there was just sure. VHS tapes on the rack. You know what? You know what? Um, franchise rental franchise did have the more obscure shit. Hollywood Video. See, I never went to Hollywood Video like that. I didn't have one near me. Like I, I, I think had the, one near me. See, the I, I think the nearest one would have. Pro- I feel like they were in Long Island more than Queens. Queens was all blockbusters. Blockbusters. We also was, had was West Coast Video, and I think West Coast Video might have turned into Hollywood Video. Do not quote me on that. I don't but even remember. We had West Coast Video, and I have a very vivid memory of seeing that. You know that movie? I think it's called Rollerblade. Where it's like a post-apocalyptic world and like everyone's on rollerblades. Mm-hmm. There's like a, I remember picking the tape up and looking at it. Either way, yeah. um, Hollywood Video did have the more obscure titles. I'm just saying. I, you know, it's funny. I didn't go to Hollywood Video until it was closing down. And I and I, I think I bought some like old VHS you probably tapes did. From, from them. Yeah. So like I didn't, I didn't go there. I didn't rent from Hollywood Video. Blockbuster was, and mom and pop ones were my, that was like what I went to in my neighborhood. So that was just kind of, that was my establishment. So I always see people reference Hollywood Video as well. And I have no nostalgic connection to that franchise because I just didn't, I didn't go to them. But speaking of VHS tapes, in this commercial, they're hawking these I guess Blockbuster, well, one of them is Blockbuster Blockbuster edition, yeah. Edition horror VHS tapes. I avoid them like if they're ever in a sale, I will never buy them. Well, the one you see a lot specifically (laughs) is the Night of the Living Dead one and the Halloween one because they have like the kind of generic screenshot from the movie and then like Blockbuster on the side and creepy red letters and Mm -hmm. whatever. I actually own the Halloween one. I got it for like a dollar years ago. Of course, it's a cheap tape. It's not not an expensive tape. And it's cool to just have for the cover. Like if you're a completist and you just want to like, hey, I have this Blockbuster branded tape, 
You're like, right. you know, it's just cool. It's a cool thing to have from Blockbuster. It's like when you see people now that still own bo- like Blockbuster cases, like a movie Listen, in, in a Blockbuster you just, case. You <laughs> yeah. just brought up here. The other, not the other day, I should say about a month and a half ago, I was yeah. in my basement and I found some. I have a whole bunch of tapes in the basement and yeah. I was looking through it and I have, and I don't know how, I do not know how I still have this. It is Judgment Night. In a rental of Judgment Night, in the in the blockbuster blockbuster case and everything, you held on to it. You never returned that shit. I don't know how I still have it. Yo, you had you, you were you were you were uh, just getting a bunch of late movies. fees. Uh, Judgment Night's awesome, but yeah, dude, yeah. you were getting a bunch of late fees, and when they went yep. under, they just stopped chasing you down. They were like, uh, whatever. <laughs> so I have one. Yeah. So so in the in the in the commercial itself, it's just kind of. A bunch of clips from Halloween, Friday the 13th, yeah. Rosemary's Baby, and strangely enough, Scooby-Doo. It's crazy how they yes. kind of put all these movies together and then a children's cartoon. It's one of the few times you'll see like Michael Myers in a shot and then Shaggy and Scooby running around. It's they were so just trying odd. to sell a Halloween. They were just trying to sell some Halloween shit. You know, that's what they were doing. Oh, for sure. And I love yeah. that. That's honestly my favorite thing about it right. is the fact that they were hawking horror films, violent ones, because they have Friday the 13th in that bunch and Rosemary's Baby, which is not like not I, if that's a film you watch a little later in life. Fr- Rosemary's sure. Baby is not one you watch when you're 10. You want to watch Halloween and Friday the 13th. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's just funny how they, I feel like they were almost pushing this on kids. Like, hey, instead of watching Scooby-Doo saves the whatever, watch Friday the 13th. You know what I mean? Like, that's what Absolutely. this commercial was telling you. And I also love there's a shot of the tapes. And it's got that mm-hmm. low to the ground fog kind of dry yep. ice. You know, that's probably what they used at, the, at like low at the bottom of the tapes. And then these dead plants. And then you've got the creepy, the creepy voiceover guy kind of selling them. And this commercial does a fantastic job at selling these tapes. And I love the price. That's what I got. Uh, uh, I was gonna another, say it. Yeah. <laughs> a big kick out of. You can buy each tape for seven ninety nine or rent them each for three ninety nine. So I was like, okay. Now what's what's funny about that is when you think about it. You could just buy the movie for four more dollars. <laughs> like, why yeah. just rent it for a day or two for four bucks plus tax? They didn't add tax, obviously, to this. When you could just buy it. I find that so interesting. And that's probably why these tapes are so readily available on the second market, like on eBay and things like that. They were like probably that. mass-produced, honestly. Oh. Blockbuster was such a huge company. They probably mass-produced them. There's so there's so many of them. I'm sure there was, yeah. like, so many of them. And... The Friday the 13th one looks like the regular Paramount cover. It's the regular cover, exactly. Yeah, and, and I don't think they did anything special with that one, which I find interesting that they didn't change that cover. But I'm pretty sure the rest of them, even Rosemary's Baby, I think it's like just her face. It's not It's the, a regular. It's not the I think green it's one. The car- I think it's the carriage cover. I, I thought it was. Oh, I could be it? wrong. Maybe, I think maybe, so. I, maybe I didn't look at it properly. But yeah, I just love how this was an advertisement for like Halloween. And I'm pretty sure... Because I have the Halloween one. When you watch that tape, this advertisement is on that yeah, tape. Yeah, probably got some Blockbuster branding on the tape, yeah, too. Yeah, so Absolutely. you could, like, they're kind of pushing the tapes on you during sure. the Halloween season because they want you to rent 
these movies. And I will say it's a decent selection. Friday the 13th, Halloween, Rosemary's Baby, and Night of the Living Dead. Those four movies are great. And then you got one for the kiddies there, a little Scooby-Dooby-Doo. Sure. Why not? (laughs) You know what I mean? Um, And then the the tagline is probably my favorite thing. Make it a blockbuster fright. Mm -hmm. Very hokey. Very 90s. But I love it. Me love blockbuster. We're on we're on team blockbuster. Team team blockbuster. Haunted team hangover. BB. Yo, team, team BB. Team BB. You guys that are shitting on blockbuster on Twitter. Next. Thanks, Dave. That's exactly what I got to say. Yep. This Halloween, you could be in for some real entertainment. Brown Trees Video Vampire. You could win a Panasonic giant screen television. Video cassette recorder and themes of a hundred movies. Details are on all Roundtree Halloween packs of Coffee Chris, Smarties, Arrow, and Kit Kat. Roundtree's Video Vampire Halloween Contest. Now that's something to howl about. Alright. My third and final pick for this spooky season is from a company that is originally based out of the UK called Roundtree. And this is the Roundtree Video Vampire Halloween ad from 1983, the year I was born. So I believe Roundtree commercials aired in Canada. And here's a fun fact. Roundtree is the original creator of the Kit Kat candy bar. Oh, wow. So this company, yeah, I thought that was very interesting. Uh, this company sure knows how to make a Halloween ad. We have brooding synth music, insanely cool 80s computer graphics. Did I mention there's a literal video vampire with laser eyes illuminating a part. lonesome house? It's amazing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, it, it's illuminating a whole house. It's like a ranch. Like yeah. there's no, there's, there's just one house on like a hill. Not only that, but this ad is for a Halloween contest and you can win a giant screen television, a VCR, Use of a hundred movies. I think that means movie rentals. I don't know what that meant, but they I'm said use, that's use, what it is. Use of a hundred movies <laughs> and a candy. Ambiguous. Yeah. <laughs> but what's better than that on a late Halloween night? I, I mean, honestly, like it's what a contest to win. And and I'm telling you, if you've never seen this, I've never heard of this. I looked, I was watching this, I watched this like five or six times. Google video vampire. It's so fucking cool. Like, the whole visual of it is cool. Yeah, dude. Everything about this. And there's no... Except for maybe the pictures of the candy itself. There's no, like, shot footage. It's all digital. I guess it's digital, digital or whatever. It's all digital. Yeah, whatever it is. It's all CGI, if you want to call it that. I guess. In 83, I don't know what they used to, to kind of create this, like, vampire. And then, like, the, the candy looks like real pictures of yeah. the candy mm-hmm. and that fact you hit me with like you hit us with the listeners and me because i didn't know that i'm assuming that's why they're able to brand the the candy the way they did that like vampire it's like vamp candy what, what is the what is it called again video vampire video vampire but that's what's a cool name too they they, they <laughs> branded the candy that right well, yeah, the the packaging has video vampire yeah. the, like the yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So they were able to take I guess these candies and just rebrand them for this promo cuz I'm guessing right. that's the that's the only time they really they did it was during the Halloween season, right? Yeah. To have this mm-hmm. this vampire and the commercial dude everything about this just oozes Halloween. 
Mm-hmm. That, like just all the visuals. They nailed it. Great pick. I never, and and I guess maybe because it's more of a rural Canada thing. It's it's yeah. Not it's here not. In the US. This was not here. I've never seen this commercial. Never, yeah, never ever <laughs> seen this commercial. So I just love that you picked it. And I hear I never hear anyone talk no, about it. This is something that's never brought up. So never brought up. And, and I guess that's why, because if you're not Canadian, there's probably yeah. Well, not, how would you, you know, know it? You know, right. you weren't around in '83. How the hell would you know? what the hell this is, you know, and, and kind of just, just, it has no nostalgic impact on us for that reason, you know, but yeah, it's something. Yeah. It's, it's, it's really cool. You have to Google it. If you're not familiar, Google it. You're going to love it. Calling all dream warriors. Think you're brave enough to face Freddy? Well, now you can put your nightmare knowledge to the test and win money or a chance to be in a nightmare on Elm Street 6. Just pick up your telephone and dial 1-900-860-4FRED and you can challenge Freddy Krueger in the ultimate trivia game. So speaking of contest, nice little segue there. I mean, unintentional unintentionally <laughs> uh, hey, two picks. What can I say? <laughs> two picks were uh contest, I guess, related. My next pick and what I call this one is the 1-900-860-4-FRED. Classic. <laughs> it's a Freddy trivia contest commercial that aired. Now, I'm, I'm going to be discussing two commercials specifically because the link that I saw features two of them. Now, what the commercial is, is a fully produced, basically low budget, you can tell, commercial. They they actually got actors for this. I don't even think it was that low budget. I feel like they had, they definitely had a budget to do this. A budget, nothing huge though, when compared to the Nightmare on Elm Street films. But the first one, so I'm kind of cheating here because I I, I picked two commercials, but they're, they're connected in the same kind of I mean it's same. almost like a, it's yeah. almost like a continuation but yeah, yeah go ahead and so the first one is basically you've got this teenage kid and his mom comes in because he's watching TV and she's like you're lazy why don't you do your homework blah 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 and he kind of and brushes her off can I say something about the mom the mom yeah. is like that was a thing in the <laughs> 80s and like 90s where like commercials i had to do with that were like geared towards kids they made like the parents so unlikable or annoying or like oh we don't need parents like like this 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 mom is so annoying and cartoony you know she almost looks like a grandma not even a mom which is odd I was like, because even the, the kid, he looks like a grown ass man in the commercial. He does yeah, not look like, like fucking, a. He's like fucking 22 years old. <laughs> he's like 30 playing 17. <laughs> it makes no sense. But yeah, so the kid is, he's sitting on the couch and who shows up on the TV? Freddy Krueger. My and man. He's, he's talking all kinds of shit. And, and, and I'm going to go into what this contest is, but I'm just kind of, I'm trying to set the commercial. The clip, the kids floating around in really bad CG, like green screen CGI. And they just kind of superimpose clips from the movie. And he's in front of them, yeah. obviously in front of a green screen. And the Freddy Krueger in this commercial is not Robert Englund. It's someone else. What's the else. actor's name? It says it. It said it. it. Says I forgot it. the actor's name. I didn't name. write it in my notes, but uh, yeah, it's somebody right. else. And it's not Robert Englund, which I love that it's not Robert Englund, but the guy does a pretty good job. Yeah, it didn't bother me at all. 
at, like, at <laughs> first, I was like, I, I had to like double take it. Like, is that Robert Englund? But no, it's obviously not when you really look at no. it. Right. But what I love about this commercial, and that's the first one, because they each each commercial you offer, they offer you different prizes. So the first commercial, you can win either a hundred dollars a day. Or ten thousand, or a ten thousand dollar grand prize. That's what they say in the commercial. If you beat Freddy, right at trivia, right. I want to know how this worked. Like, was Freddy just on the like on the line talking to you? Like they had Probably. someone pretending to be Freddy, yeah, absolutely saying the questions, and then if you get it right, like you know what I mean, you 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 uh you you, you win or whatever, right? But. That's one of the great. That's one of the prizes. The second prize is you. The you second win a, prize is amazing. And I, that's where I'm a little confused. What's the? I, I'm guessing that's the main, main big prize is you win a chance to appear in a role in a Nightmare on Elm Street Six. Now, at this point, I'm assuming they did not know what the name of the movie was because that's Freddy's Dead, the final nightmare. Right. But this is probably so early in. <laughs> In, oh, you know, yeah. in production that they had no clue what the hell the sixth one was. So I love how it's the only time you can see a Nightmare on Elm Street Part 6 because that's not actually in the advertisement for Freddy's Dead, The Final Nightmare. They never call it a Nightmare on Elm Street 6. That's what I really like about these commercials, so too. We, we need to find out now if someone actually did win and <laughs> yeah. was in Freddy's Dead. Like, who was in Freddy's Dead that, you know... I, I would have to follow up and kind of Google this and look through the comments because I'll be honest, I didn't look through it because we had we were covering like you know it's just us covering six yeah. commercials, so I kind of just covered the commercial itself. So I am curious if Same. anyone actually won. Now there's a the second commercial. The setup for the second commercial is the mom. She's watching TV this time. It's like a continuation. <laughs> That's what I got from yeah, it. Yeah, it is a continuation and. The son is in the TV screaming, and Freddy's got a hold of him. And like, same spiel. They're, 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 they're telling you the rules of, of how to win, and it's trivia. What, and What was it? A dollar for the first minute and $2 each additional minute to make sure yeah. you get your parents' permission? Of course. That's the <laughs> right. best part is that you have to get your parents' permission yeah. to call Freddy. And, and well, I don't want people it. to get confused with that because there was actually a Freddy Krueger hotline, but that's a separate thing that yeah. I'm sure we'll cover in a future episode of Halloween commercials. But the the prizes in the second commercial, the first prize is you win David you win David Miller, who's the special effects guy, I'm assuming, in a Nightmare This is a Street. great prize. Yeah, I'm guessing he was the dude in part five because part six – hadn't happened yet or maybe he was working on part six and he was doing the freddy krueger makeup effects right he'll come to your house on halloween and transform you into freddy and give you five thousand (laughs) dollars and give you five thousand dollars that's phenomenal that's a phenomenal (laughs) prize great i want to see the picture of the kid that won that won that absolutely in full freddy krueger makeup that sounds fucking um, amazing that sounds like probably like honestly i'd rather that than appearing in the movie absolutely 100 now there was a smaller prize that they 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 tell you about in this commercial and that is I, i guess daily winners get a copy of nightmare on elm street the game on nes which it's not a bad dude. That's not, not a bad, bad prize either. either. Nope. Um, 
I remember seeing these commercials on TV as a kid and being fucking scared of them. So these aired between 89 and 90 yep. um, is what I got in the little research I did on them. Um, so I was really young at the time. I was like four or five years old. So I remember seeing them on daytime TV and just being like, "What? The, why is this scary man? Like, what is this? Being so intrigued by it, mm-hmm. you know, and just like seeing Freddy Krueger during the day. On, that's how popular he was during the yeah. day on TV, just like scaring people and offering prizes like he was barney at this point you know what i mean like he was such a popular pop like pop culture character and you know we covered his again to hawk more show we're just hawking everything on this episode of the podcast a few months ago we covered freddy krueger's mtv special and it just shows you even 1989 1990 he was still popular like they were still pushing you know different things featuring this character on kids this was aimed at children at teenagers why because he was so prominent his, his so, the, the whole everything freddy krueger was you know that was a that was a craze yeah and it, to me it's 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 kind of like just to think at one point and I'm sure I said this when we on our Patreon episode about the uh, about the Freddy MTV special. It's just always crazy to me to think that he was that popular. He had toys. He had you know board games. He had video games. He had mm-hmm. all that stuff. Where like nowadays, at, like now nowadays you see you know the Marvel characters, Thor, Captain America. They have all this merch. Stranger Things has all this merch. But you understand that Freddy Krueger was like Captain America and Iron Man in 1988. <laughs> so yeah. it's fucking wild, dude. It's fucking and, wild. And if you think about it, the fr- the Nightmare on Elm Street series is not like a light series. It's dark. No, it's, it's super it's, dark. It's violent. It's really bleak. So the, the fact that this stuff was so commercialized, it tells you something. Yeah, and you could see... Dude, I remember seeing this commercial in the middle of the day. I'm home. Yeah. Daytime television, and I remember like yeah. watching Pee Wee's Playhouse, and this shit popped up on TV. Every time I watch it, it takes me back to being really young and seeing it on television. Now I want to take a few seconds now and talk about the because they because they mentioned it in the commercial, the Nightmare on Elm Street NES game. Do you vividly remember that game? I don't. I actually oh, don't. Dude. I don't. I don't think I had it, dude. It's. I have a copy. I have a copy of that and Friday the 13th on the NES. And I don't think that I remember about. very vividly. You remember that one more? Yo, dude. Yeah. The Nightmare on Elm Street NES game does not get as much love as it deserves because like it gets, I think now people appreciate it for the nostalgia. Like you see t-shirts and toys themed sure. around the colors that Freddie was in. Like in, in the game, Freddie's basically all orange. He's like, you see the stripes and stuff, but he's yeah. just completely, uh, completely orange character in the game. But dude, the game, I re- like, go on YouTube and just watch a playthrough of the game. Dude, it was so detailed. Like in the game, you can fall asleep and you could only wake yourself up when you walk past a boom box. And in uh, the dream world, I love you get, that. dude, in the dream world, I recently did this. I like watched a walkthrough of it. In I'm the watch dream a world, in the dream world, you have powers like Dream Master and Dream Warriors. You could be a ninja. You could be a, 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 a like a wizard, like the Wizard Master. So like, it's awesome. It's crazy. And then if you drink a cup of coffee, 
there's like coffee sitting like on every map. There's coffees and it's a side scroller. If you hit that, your sleep meter goes down because if your sleep meter you know gets full you you fall and i gotta watch world. this walkthrough this Dude, sounds great and sometimes i forget that the game was that detailed and you fight freddy's glove you fight you fight his head you fight a ghost freddy you fight like it's kind of crazy and then at the very all end you fight of, all iterations of freddy krueger at the very end you fight freddy like a full-bodied freddy after sure. you refight all the other like body parts that you go against. That's against amazing. Dude, I sometimes I'm like, wow, you know, as a kid, you didn't appreciate it. And people are like, this is a really hard game because it was when you're young. But in reality, sure. dude, it's really close to the film. Like they did the film series justice with this game. I'm going to watch a walkthrough when we're done. Oh, dude, it's fucking great. You know, it's just great to see how much like how detailed it was. And sure. the same goes for the Friday the 13th NES game. I won't go into that right now because maybe in the future we'll talk about it. It was so fucking hard. Dude, that game was so goddamn hard. They both were hard. Nightmare on Elm Street was hard too. (laughs) But like, dude, I just love how, just how well they made these games. As difficult as they were, they did a great job. And then this commercial, just to kind of go back to this, I love how this commercial is giving kids copies of the game because the game was new at the time. So that's just a hell of a prize. It's not a bad prize. So you're winning either way. Yo, dude, turn me into Freddy or give me a copy of the NES game. Like little Louie. Adult Louie wants the 10 G's. But little Louie, little Louie wants the game and to be turned into Freddy Krueger. So that's fair. That was that. That would be my mindset if uh, (laughs) I won this contest. Call 1-9-8-6-0-4-FRED to challenge Freddy Krueger in the ultimate trivia game. And if you win, we'll throw you the Halloween party of your life where you can be Freddy. All right, bud. So just to kind of close out, I want us each to pick. A co- Usually okay. we have a guest when we do this, but we don't have a guest uh, this year on the commercials, the Halloween nope. commercials episode. So we're just going to do that. I want to see out of my three commercials, which one, which you one pick, I like the best. And then I'll pick one of of yours so so i don't I already know commercials. The answer. this is a very easy uh, answer which one is it and why the freddy krueger one <laughs> all right good why i mean i just because it's just it, you know hotlines were a thing yeah. um and it's a very much a product of its time and just the idea of, of having a trivia line and like being a kid and being like hey mom okay, i'm gonna make a call to this number and i'm gonna yeah. i'm gonna i'm gonna I'm going to face Freddy in a trivia game, okay? So you're going to have to give me $2 every minute, all right? Like, I can just, like, picture myself doing that, you know? It's just... And it's silly. It's so tongue-in-cheek. Like, the mom. Like, the mom is so, you know, so caricatured, you know? She's just got, like, a fucking, like, shower cap on and, like, heavy (laughs) eye makeup. And she's making all these zany faces. And it's great. Yeah, dude. I, I am curious how long you'd have to stay on the line for this contest and how expensive the bill would turn out at the end of it. It's probably that's why they, yo, that's why they had a fucking $5,000 prize. <laughs> yo, all the money they're giving to you just goes right into the phone bill. Right There's there. some fucking mad kids calling that fucking Freddy line. Oh, my God, dude. Yo, your mom probably be tight with you. Like, yo, oh, that yeah. Freddy hotline was $75 for that no. one goddamn call. Fuck out of here. <laughs> Uh, I, I'm going with the Burger King clown commercial. Yeah, okay. just because 
as a as a film filmmaker myself, I can I can appreciate the work that went into that commercial, even though it's regional and they kind of played New York and didn't include us in the whole Whopper giveaway. If you dress as yeah, a clown, that's all right. yeah, I'll, I'll let that slide. The commercial itself is just really well done and will really well made and just kind of how much effort Burger King put into this ad for something that's very specific. Like sure. only a couple of places allowed this. You know? Right. It so, wasn't yeah, I don't know why they did that, but hey. Yeah. Like just well, I the guess every 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 person probably would have would have dressed up as a clown to get a free fucking cheeseburger. So someone would have went in there with just a red nose and would have been right. like, hey, absolutely. I'm a clown. I want a whopper. So, you know, but I appreciate just the effort that went into that commercial and let's, how much work. It looks like work went into it. Oh, definitely. Let's all right, let's do something that I don't think we've ever done. Let's each pick our own favorite out of the three. So I can tell you right now, my favorite it. out of the three that I chose was the video vampire one. That was a good one. Um, That's my, my favorite th- one out of the three. Let me think. My favorite out of the three to, to think about it. Let's see. Honestly, it's a toss up between Six Flags Great Adventure because that commercial brings the feels even though. Uh, Great Adventure leaves a sour taste taste in my mouth now with Fright Fest, or the Freddy Krueger giveaway trivia giveaway. Hmm. You know what? I'm gonna go with the with the Freddy Krueger trivia think giveaway it's the right choice because it just it, it, just the effort similar to the clown commercial, just the effort put into this commercial for something so silly. Yeah. (laughs) A fucking giveaway, a trivia giveaway. You know what I mean? Like, it's just so much work went into this dumb commercial for, they could have easily just slapped together a bunch of clips and a voiceover, but they put in extra work. They made, yeah, they made like a world. They made another Freddy Krueger world. There's a a narrative in these commercials. So I I gotta appreciate that and and, and show that commercial a little extra love. For the Halloween season. And, and just to close out right here, um, I'd recommend going on YouTube and quickly. You you can find these all just by Googling simple things. Very like, easy to yeah, find. All of them you, you can find and watch them this Halloween season and just check them out because they'll definitely get you in that in that spooky mood. Uh, I was just going to say, they're going to get you in the feel, mood. They'll, they'll give yeah. you those those spooky, nostalgic Halloween feels, you know, which we say a lot on the podcast. I say it a ton, but that's what they do. That's what it's all about here, especially when we cover Halloween commercials. Still need a few pointers? Well, listen up, lunch meat. So that was Halloween commercials, part three. Be sure to subscribe. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Haunted Hangover, and be sure to check out our Patreon, patreon.com backslash Haunted Hangover 31. And if you can rate and review us, that would be greatly appreciated. And remember, the best cure for a hangover is... More booze. Catch you guys later. Later.